Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and I want to uh, offer you again a, a merry and a hearty Christmas. Uh, what a great time of the church year for us to be able to celebrate the incarnation. The light has come into the world, and it's so good, brothers and sisters, to take it in and to meditate on it because we're seeing in another period in history when things seem really dark and they feel like they're getting darker. This is the human condition. This is a battlefield. This is a fallen world. It's a, an imperfect place. We can't perfect it. There's great forces at work that we can see and those we can't see that are battling in the world. But we of all people, people who've been baptized into Christ, should not be surprised. We talked about yesterday, St. Stephen's martyrdom, and how we have Mondays, the celebration is Christmas, and we're gazing on the birth of Jesus, the incarnation, Our Lady and St. Joseph, and the whole manger scene, and the miracle of the incarnation. And then the very next day, it's the martyrdom of Stephen that's presented to us. And the words of Jesus in the Gospel from Luke chapter 10, saying to his disciples, preparing them for what's coming. The world will hate you. You will be called to be witnesses. You will be rejected. You will be despised. You will be falsely accused. You'll be brought before leaders, religious and public. And he said, don't be afraid. Don't worry about what you're going to say, because the Holy Spirit will give you the words to speak. And then we heard the story of Stephen's extraordinary testimony. And he spoke very hard words to the religious leaders that were gathered, to the council of the synagogue. Saul, who became St. Paul, was there, and they stoned him. But he said they were stiff-necked. What did he say? You always resist the Holy Spirit. The prideful human heart does indeed do that. And we do that. So then today... Yesterday was, was the martyrdom of Stephen. Today we, we celebrate the feast of St. John, the apostle, the evangelist, the one whom Jesus loved. You know, that's, uh, John wrote the gospel of John and then the first letter, which we're going to look at today. And he referred to himself a time and again as the one whom Jesus loved. Like he's his favorite. He knew the love of the Lord. I read also on Monday a paragraph in the catechism about how Jesus' entire life is the story of the mystery of redemption. And the apostles who are authors of the Gospels, really what they wrote it for was to describe in their own words, inspired by the Holy Spirit, the unfolding of the mystery in their own life and what they know to be true. They poured their heart on. So we, we get that today from this beloved Apostle John. 1 John 1. That's John's first letter. He wrote three letters. 1 John 1, the first four verses. Beloved, what was in the beginning? Now this goes back, remember how his gospel began? I also read that. The first day of celebrating Christmas is one of the readings from the liturgy that day. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus, the Word, Logos, he is the word spoken by the Father. And who is Jesus? Jesus Christ, who is he? He is God. God come in the flesh. 
John knows that now. He saw the whole life of, you know, the whole ministry of Jesus. John was there right at Jesus' side. He was there at his crucifixion. He was there at his resurrection and his ascension into glory. And then John went forward and his heart was full and he wrote and he wrote under the inspiration again of the Holy Spirit. Beloved. So what does he know? He knows we're loved. And one of the things I love about John is the security he had in that love. And that's one of the things this particular apostle, John, as communicates to us. Who are we? We're the beloved. We're the beloved. We're the beloved of God. Not because we deserve it. Not because we checked all the boxes. Not because in our own way we've earned it. We are the beloved because God our Father came to rescue us in his Son. Jesus has become our elder brother and he's made us a new creation. So here's John communicating to us what they have seen. So he says, what was from the beginning, that is the Lord, what we have heard and what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked upon and touched with our own hands concerns the word of life. For the life was made visible. We've seen it and we testify to it and we proclaim to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was made visible to us. What we have seen and what we have heard, we proclaim to you so that you too may have fellowship with us. For our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing this so that our joy may be complete. So John is testifying to what he knows to be true. And what he and the apostles and those who encountered the Lord, those who received him, those who were there on the day of Pentecost and those who were the the gospel had spread, the community of people. He said, we're sharing in a reality together. We're not just following a philosophy. We're not following certain prayer forms. We're not just following our own bliss. We're not simply uh, talking to you about religious experience or just a transcendent experience. We're talking to you about a man, Jesus Christ, who we saw, who we touched, who we heard. He's the one who is literally from the beginning of all things, John says. We didn't know that. He didn't know that in year one probably of walking with Jesus or year two. And he probably didn't even know it fully till Pentecost. Jesus is the God man. Jesus brought heaven to earth. Jesus has begun the new creation. Jesus has destroyed all the principalities and powers. Jesus is the light that dispels all the darkness. Jesus is the hope of the human race. Only Jesus Only Jesus is the true hope of the human race. And how do we know things? 
by touching, but through our senses, knowing, touching, seeing, smelling, feeling. And this is what John is saying to us. We're telling you, we touched him. We heard him. John laid his head on Jesus' chest at the Last Supper. I know him. I touched him after he rose. I was there. I know that the word, so he calls him the word of life. Lots of people came with the word. Moses, Abraham, Moses, the prophets, they all spoke a word from God. And they led according to that word. And they, sometimes God would, the Lord would confirm the word through great signs and wonders that happened around these people who were bearers of the word. But Jesus is a different messenger. Jesus is different than all those who foreshadowed his coming. Jesus is the word of life. It's not just the word about life or a word to how to find life. That's included. Or a sort of a life-giving, uplifting word. No, he literally is in himself a new reality. He brought heaven and the divine life to earth in himself. And he lived, died, rose, and ascended to the right hand of the Father in human flesh. This is the celebration of the incarnation. This is the Christmas season. The heart of the incarnation is God becomes man so that man ultimately become like God and participate in, as Peter said, become partakers of the divine nature. This is so far beyond every piece of good news any human being ever received or any great wonder that human beings create and we come upon. Nothing comes close to this. And John's sharing it. We're talking about the reality that concerns the word of life. Jesus Christ is life. And this life was made visible to us. And friends, this life is now meant to be made visible in us and through us in the life of the church, in the church's preaching, in the church's sacraments, in the church's service and love and community and communion. And the church's radical loyalty and passionate loyalty to Jesus. Like we saw yesterday in the martyrdom of St. Stephen. Bearing witness to the truth. Not my truth. Not my thing. Not my bliss. No, witnessing to the truth of the person who himself is the word of life and he's come to give life. The whole purpose of the church is not just, the whole purpose of the church is to be life-giving. We're a life-giving reality, an organic reality in the earth. We've been given a life that we're meant to share, and we do it sacramentally, we do it through the Word of God, we do it personally, individually, through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the new life that's been given to us. And so this is what John is saying. We're proclaiming to you the eternal life that was with the Father. And was made visible. This is what we should be talking to people about. Even our own children. Why am I a Catholic? Dad, why are you committed? Like, why do you believe? Why do you take us to church? What does it mean? He said, because the, the, the life has come to me, son. The eternal life that was with the Father has appeared in my life. And I give testimony to it. I love him. This new life is in me. 
And I now, what does this mean? It means that we have fellowship, that John is saying here, with the Father and the Son. The eternal fellowship of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The burning furnace of eternal love through which the whole of creation has come forth. All of reality, all of being that's upheld by them and by the love of God. And God reveals himself as a communion of persons, a community of love, self-donating love, perfected in this world, in this life, through the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, offering himself in obedience and humility to God the Father. All of that, so that I could become a new creation, I could become born again, you could become born again, and at the heart of it is our communion, is our family life with God the Father and the Son and those who are baptized into him. So John says, friends, we're telling you, our fellowship isn't just with one another, but our fellowship is with the Father and the Son, His Son, Jesus Christ, not just the Christ, Jesus Christ. And this is what John, with all his heart, is offering to people. And many of his brothers and friends died, were killed, martyred, crucified being faithful to the core of what they were given, why it was given to them, and what God called his people to do, to share that message with others, to take the gift to others. John said, if we walk in this, his joy is complete. May we walk in that joy together. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.